nights when one drink with the girls turns into a bottle, but you need your car for brunch the next day. There's pickup. Or at Friday work drinks, where you don't want to leave your car with expensive tools at the pub. There's pickup. Don't miss out on the fun. Get a pickup. Simply book on our app, and we'll pick you up to drive you and your car home. Two drivers arrive, one drives you home in your car, and the other driver follows. Download the pickup app today. That's PKUP, and wake up worry free. Hi, I'm Jack LeBrock. Hi, I'm David Reynolds. You're listening to Inside Supercars. From the racetracks across Australia, and here's Inside Supercars. Welcome to Inside Supercars, Tony Whitlock and Craig Ravel, and we've been fortunate to be joined by a new man in the paddock, so to speak, at Winton, Bruin Beasley, who of course is long known as an M-Tech motorsport man, uh, both in uh, Australian Formula Ford, in TRS, and of course for a short time period with Erebus, and now you're the operations manager, newly appointed at Winton Motor Raceway, which covers Winton and Wakefield Park, I understand. Yeah, well, actually, my focus is Winton, and um, we've got a good guy up there, Dean. Um, so my focus and my challenge is to um, get Winton back on track. Now, as operations covers both race meetings and non-race meetings, the in-between, what's the things that you've been doing since you've been there? You, you started there back in April, was it? Yeah, so I got drafted in um, by board, BAC board, to help prepare for supercar event in May. So my final role in that was to, um, was basically infrastructure to get the facility ready, work with the current staff to facilitate the venue, make it the best it could be and um, get the event happening. Obviously that didn't really happen. So um, I've continued on that role as part of the management group in total. Um, since then trying to get the venue up and going, clean it up, make a strategic plan, put some bits and pieces in place and um, try and look towards the future. Winton's always been a very progressive racetrack and club. Can you tell us some of the things that, you know, obviously we're in COVID time now and lockdown, things that were, you know, mainly on your horizon to, to get underway at the track? Look, it's been a lot of little things, you know, um, cleaning up, um, sorting out, the facility as far as yard areas and bits and pieces, maintenance areas, um, garages, uh, roads, in in roads, fencing, all the stuff that probably has fallen by the wayside over a period of time, just through no reason, just, you know, not part of the agenda. New fencing, um, new roads, just general stuff, toilets, bits and pieces like that. That's been the main focus, um, you know, and we've done a fair bit of that stuff, and I think next time you go there, you'll see there's been quite a difference made. Of course, there was a time when racetracks in Australia were ones we noted that those that had been having an uplift would have their rubbish bins painted, uh, a la Oran Park and uh, Amaru Park and those sorts of things. Winton, of course, has uh, been far more progressive. It's a track that's uh, known as the Action Track. It, Nick Rock ran it for many years, and he garnered a, a lot of favours from people in, in supercars to, to make it a track that had a lot of reasons to go there, didn't they? Yeah, look, you know, if you look at the, the job Mick and the family did for that period of time, it was pretty impressive. You know, they built a facility, ran it, extended the track, corporate areas, garages. It's always had something going along, you know, and that's part of the 
the mantra of the business is that, you know, to put the money back, it's a non-for-profit organisation, so everything that's earned goes back into the facility. And, you know, it's part of the charter is to help develop motorsport. So that's what we've been doing. We've got a motorcarna pad there now. So everything, it's been ongoing. Uh, the days of having a heap of club members and their wives and mums coming to the canteen and volunteering are gone. So we've had to, um, you know, look at other ways of doing it and get um, the financial side of it stronger to keep investing in. You've always uh, had an attraction for a lot of competitors and a lot of categories getting there. That's one of the things that stood out was the way in which you developed the garages for um, not just having uh, tents or hawkers, but permanent facilities. That's an ongoing thing, and I understand that there's a fairly large program drawn up for the future. Yeah, look, you know, there's a strategic plan put in place that, We'll see, you know, if COVID has put a bit of a handbrake on the whole idea, but, you know, a track extension and new pit facilities and entryways and things like that, that's all part of the longer-term plan, and we'd like to, you know, extend that to possible things like man caves and bits and pieces that's all, you know, it's all part of the discussion moving forward. We've just got to keep um, chipping away at it and, and um, you know, try and make it a reality, and the whole COVID thing's really hurt to the group as such, you know, Wakefield's been shut now for a period of time and Winton's now shut, which makes it quite difficult. So we've just got to, you know, get over this and put some good events on and get people coming back and get some money in the coffers to uh, reinvest. Racetracks are an interesting business because whilst people's focus goes to them when there's a major event, supercars, TCR, the like, really the bulk of the money is made from renting the circuit out for drive days, performance days, corporate events. Winton not being within that one hour, one and a half hours of Melbourne is in a different position to say what you would consider a a track that's more centrally located to a major population. Yeah, look, that that is one of our struggles. Um, You know, we're two, two hours from Melbourne. Now, it's actually a possessional thing, isn't it? Phillip Island, if you're on the north side of Melbourne, still two hours, but Winton seen to be so far away because it's obviously you know, it's a long flat highway and not many towns in between. So that is a struggle for us. But we've got um, you know our weekends, every weekend's booked um, as a rule of thumb. That's not a problem. Every Friday we have a test and tune, and you know most days of the week we've we've got some track on track activity. But obviously we need to expand that. We need to get more activity. We need you know we'd like to try and track some drive schools and bits and pieces to place themselves there. You know, we're, you know, that's all part of the plan to, to make it better. We, you know, we, we see that the facility should be able to be booked seven days a week. The motor car pad booked seven days a week. Eventually the corporate area having functions. So we've got a lot of infrastructure there. We've just got to develop it, sell it and um, sell the dream, I suppose. The Victorian government and the Benella City Council or council area have been great proponents of the circuit over the years and it has allowed you to do a lot of the refinements and improvements more recently. Yeah, look, they've been very supportive. Um, you know, it's like anything you'd like to think you, you have a bit more support, but, you know, they've, they've, they've enabled us to do a lot of stuff. Um, and, you know, that comes with big events too, obviously, because of the, the Victorian tourism. Um, you know, we, can, we, we run off the back of some of that. But obviously, you know, we bring a lot to the area too, Wangaratta and Benalla. If you look at Benalla, I think there's seven or eight motels in a, in a town like that. So, you know, most of those are there because of what the track brings. So, we, you know, we, we give back a lot. Um, you know, we're quite an important part of the, 
the central northeastern Victorian area, and um, it's great that you know they they help us, but we we contribute too, and we'd like to see that relationship grow more. That's for sure. So, how does a capital program work around keeping a track running? Because Winton had an upgrade in what was that the nineties, but most tracks that are permanent facilities, with the exception of Tail and Bend, have been around since the sixties and were built for the race cars of their day. Yeah, obviously that's that that is a bit of a challenge. We're we're going through a process at the moment trying to make the track more accommodating for for superbikes, for example. Um, you know, they're so fast now, and our our track, like many of Australian tracks, have probably not moved with with the the standards of internationally and. Obviously, and that there's a cost involved in that. We we can't, you know, we don't have twenty million dollars to throw out the track every couple of years to to follow the FIA um, in their in their upgrade requirements. But you know, we do what we can as we can, and we do it step by step. And that that is a challenge for us, you know. And that's part of what my mantra is. You know, I don't want the track to be known as a little country rural racetrack anymore. I want it to be eventually when I hopefully it all goes to plan. That the legacy is that it's become a an integral part of the Australian motorsport scene and it's uh, progressed and it's, you know, a modern facility that everyone wants to come to. I mean, Bruin, without giving away or asking you any confidences, Supercars had uh, their last uh, knowledge to the fans was that uh, Winston and Phillip Island were going to be two events uh, in September, I believe. Um, obviously now with the lockdown in Victoria and New South Wales, that's been suspended. Do you know, well, no, but have you got thoughts on where do you think the next uh, phase will be? Geez, look, it's a moving target. You know, we're, we're, we're continuous dialogue with supercars and um, an October date is in negotiation and, you know, that's, that's pretty close to a happening thing and it looks like without the COVID it would definitely happen. But, oh, look, it's hard, isn't it? You know, it's hard to think that anyone, you know, we might not race again this year the way things are going. Um, but October is obviously the date that's penciled in for us to, to have an event and that's pretty close to, you know, being a reality but I control what happens and, you know, we, we, we had an event going in May and come Thursday afternoon when all the trucks were parked up, we had to shut down so I'm not going to make any bold, bold predictions, that's for sure. And do you have an idea that the Super 2s would be running at the same time or Porsche or have you got any idea on, on how many other categories would be there? Look, our understanding is the categories that were involved in the first attempt would be coming to the second attempt, so which is Super 2, Super 3. Um, we had Hyundai's booked in Utes and um, we had the Radical type cars. But there is there is talk that possibly Porsche could be there. But obviously, that's that's dependent on supercars and they're handling all that. And we'll just wait and see where it all falls and who wants to come and we'll put the event on. Winton Inn is in a unique position compared to other circuits where you still run your own event and you do all the promotion, you do all the programming. How difficult is that in this current climate where supercars like to have control of everything and they normally just do a track hire? Yeah, look, I think, you know, we're unique like that, but I, I think we do a pretty good job. You know, we're we're the only other circuit other than Bathurst that you're allowed to camp. You know, we have 3,000-odd campers um, that come along. So, you know, it's in our interest to, to nurture that relationship and keep those people happy. And, you know, we run a pretty good event. We've got everything we need. Um, we do it. Supercars, you know, they don't have a permanent group of people on the ground to run events. You know, they do dry highs and bits and pieces, but... Um, you know, that's, I think, our point of difference, and we, we like doing that, and I think that's part of our, 
our mantra. You know, we, we do promote and we run events. So, um, you know, it's challenging at times, but I think it's, you know, it takes the stress off them. They don't have to worry about it, that's for sure. Ideally, we talk about supercar races, but how many top tier race meetings can you hold a year? And what's the goal in bringing other events like the historics and and likes the the Winton, I was about to say 500, but I think it's 300, up into that higher category of public knowledge. Yeah, look, we, we run um, probably half a dozen high-profile events. You know, we run a supercar round. We run a super bike round. We won two big historic meetings, um, plus, you know, the events you mentioned. So it's probably half a dozen high-profile events, and we're, we have the ability to run one every weekend if, if, if it was available. Um, the reality is the Australian motorsport scene is is quite lacking as far as big events, but you know our bread and butter is is the small clubs coming on a weekend, um, having their their sprint meetings or their motorcar events and things like that. You know that's always been the bread and butter and the the home of what Winton was all about. So you know we we would rather continue running those small events, helping those clubs, having those events, and you know running you know, as many of the high profile events as we could as long as it was financially rewarding for us, you know. There's no point in running events and not putting any money in your pocket, that's for sure. Bruin Beasley, thank you for joining us on Inside Supercars and giving us the rundown in your new role in operations manager at uh, Finale Auto Club and the Winton Racetrack. Best of uh, luck in your ongoing position there and uh, all that encompasses. But most importantly, we look forward to when we can come back and visit your track. So. Enjoy the times, and I hope we'll uh, see you very soon. Oh, thanks, and thanks for the opportunity. And, you know, we've got a great little track, and the more people that come and utilise it, the, the better it's better be for everyone. Thank you. Inside Supercars, Braun Beasley. Inside Supercars is produced by Thunder Media. Tune in next time for more, or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device. Search Inside Supercars. The views expressed on Inside Supercars, including the panellists and guests, do not reflect the views of the network, Thunder Media or Sport Radio. Any publication or rebroadcast of the show without the expressed written permission of Thunder Media is strictly prohibited.